Welcome to the Anxiety Doctor Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Lisa, and today we're talking about 10 things that I think keep people from healing and recovering. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Anxiety Doctor Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Lisa, and I'm super excited to always bring you amazing tools and tips to help you eliminate that dreadful anxiety. Join me every Wednesday as I bring you a new episode every week. Buenos dias, everyone. I hope everyone's doing well. I'm always excited to bring you another episode. I wasn't able to record um, yesterday, so I'm recording this the day that I put it out, and I know it's late, and I'm sorry, but I've been so busy, but I love what I do that it doesn't feel like I'm busy, but then I'm reminded that I'm super busy when I don't have time to record these. So thank you, this podcast, for reminding me that I am busy. And that will just tell me that I need to meditate a little bit more and do some breath work in between clients, which I do already, but sometimes I need to do a little bit more. So today I'm talking about the things that might prevent us from healing, prevent us from feeling better, and the things that we sometimes forget to do. So the number one thing that keeps us from that I think, I guess, number one, they're not in order. I'm just going to talk about probably 10 things. So the first thing, not number one, first thing that keeps us from doing better and healing and just staying on that road of recovery is not doing the retraining of the brain, not doing the things that have helped us or even not doing the things, period. There's people that will message me and I tell them, I guide them through all the different steps. I refer to all the different episodes that I have with all the different steps to healing. And a few days later or a few weeks later, they um, might message me and say, you know, um, I'm not feeling good. It's not working. And so I've said this before, I have to tell them it takes time and we have to continue to do these things, not all the time. And once we start doing better, um, you don't have to do them as often, but not doing the retraining. The retraining of the brain is us doing the breath work, us doing the meditations, us doing all the things that help the body and the brain rest and be um, in that rest and digest state that we need to be. It helps to activate the parasympathetic nervous system. And when we do that, the more often that we do that, then the amygdala, which is the part of the brain that creates the anxiety, will say, okay, this person is safe. She's safe. She's not in danger. And I can chill a bit. I don't have to be on high alert. I don't have to create the, all these physical symptoms. She is safe. She's okay. And she knows how to relax and she knows how to be safe. So the more we do the breath work and all the other stuff that I teach tapping, the better. 
So when you don't do it, that's one of the reasons why we might not be getting better and recovery. Second thing that might be affecting your recovery is you still fear anxiety. If you still fear it, it's going to continue. And I know this is really hard. This is one of the hardest things to learn is not to fear anxiety, but it's the thing that will help you to stay on that road of recovery. When we fear it, when we want it gone, when we fear, what if I get anxiety? When we plant that little seed in our head, even if we're, we're starting to look for anxiety in our body, we place that little seed in our head and it just creates that panic. So second thing is fearing anxiety. If we continue to fear it, we will not recover. It's really hard. So learning to not fear it is really, really important. Very, very crucial to staying on that road of recovery and having a plan. You know what? If I start feeling a little anxious, knowing that I'm not going to fear it, I know how to handle it and I'm okay. Wanting it to go away, wanting the anxiety to go away. That's number three on my list. Remember, they're not in any particular order. It's just the third thing is wanting it to go away, wanting it to go away and talking about it all the time. I want this to go away. When is this going to go away? When you want it gone, that means you fear it. The more you want the anxiety gone, the more you fear it. And I know it's hard and you might be thinking like, how can I not want it gone? It's such a horrible feeling. But believe me, the more you think of wanting it to go away, the more it's telling your brain that you fear it. So wanting it to go away, that's number three. Number four, being hard on yourself. Being hard on yourself. If you do feel a little anxious, even if you're trying to not fear it, but you're hard on yourself and you say, there I go again. Why did I get anxiety? I'm doing everything why did I, why am I feeling anxious again? Just being hard on yourself about having anxiety is not going to help you. It's only going to make things worse and it's going to make you feel more stress. With more stress comes more anxiety. So stop being hard on yourself. If you feel anxiety, that's okay. That's normal that's okay. I'm still doing the best I can praising yourself. If you're, if you feel you're being hard on yourself, I want you to start praising yourself. That's a big key in recovery. Even if it's something small, if you're having anxiety, instead of beating yourself up, you say, Hey, you know what? At least I'm not a let, I'm not letting it affect me or I'm not going to let this anxiety create fear in me praising yourself for doing a hard job. It's hard. People with anxiety are the toughest people that I know. We go through so much, not only physically, because these damn feelings are physical, but also mentally. It's so draining to be fighting with our mind every single day to do the things that we want to do. Stop being hard on yourself. Learn to have grace for yourself. 
and praise yourself. Number five, being frustrated and irritable. I kind of already talked about this, but being frustrated when you have anxiety. The more frustration and irritability that you create when you do feel anxiety, it just activates everything else. The fear of the anxiety, the wanting it to go away, the stress, and all those things are perfect storms for anxiety and panic. Frustration and irritability are not good when you're trying to recover from anxiety. So if you're feeling frustrated and irritability, learn to control that when it comes to anxiety. Do breath work and then not be hard on yourself. They all kind of go hand in hand. And that's why I wanted to talk about all these. So if you're feeling frustrated and irritable, self-awareness, remember, is key. Figure out how you can minimize that frustration and irritability. Next on the list is expecting to never feel anxious again. If you think that you're never going to feel anxious again, and that is recovery, you need to start learning a bit more about anxiety. Expecting to never feel anxious is like telling someone with uh, depression that the only way that they've recovered from depression is that they're never going to feel sad again. And that's impossible. I get sad with movies and commercials. Anxiety is a normal emotion that actually keeps us safe. We want to feel anxious when we know we're in danger or when there's something in front of us because we want to feel those symptoms that the body creates for us to be able to move and run and get out of there. So if you're expecting to never feel anxiety, I want you to do that little switch right now. Anxiety will never completely go away, but the panic will. The severe panic and that fear will go away. We do not want anxiety, the emotion, to ever go away because that is what keeps us safe. Next on the list is being obsessed with anxiety, buying all the books, listening to all the podcasts, following everyone, every single therapist with anxiety, and just always reading about anxiety, always trying to do everything. Then that becomes just obsessed with always thinking about anxiety. Being obsessed with getting rid of it is also something that will keep us from getting rid of it. So making sure that there's that harmony or balance, most people say balance, I like to use the word harmony, creating harmony in your life. Am I thinking too much about anxiety? Am I wanting this anxiety to go away completely? Am I wanting to read about everything and follow everyone with anxiety? So are you just always reading up about anxiety? That is one thing that can keep you from healing. There's some people that can read about anxiety all the time, like me. I love reading about anxiety, but it doesn't affect me because guess what? All the other things that I've just mentioned, I work on. Not fearing the anxiety, 
I always meditate. I always do breath work. And when I feel it, I don't want it to go away. It's okay. I welcome it. I try not to be hard on myself. And when I feel anxious, I don't get frustrated. So all these things that I'm talking about go hand in hand. But I want you to be aware of this. And you all know, if you've heard me, self-awareness is key to any change. Being self-aware of all these things that I'm talking about will help. So being obsessed with anxiety, just be aware if you're reading too much about it, you want to just cut back. And if it's affecting you, if it's not affecting you, then that's okay. You can read about anxiety all you want. Um, oh, the next one is needing to know where anxiety is coming from. Now, this I talk about because sometimes the more we know about our anxiety, the better. But sometimes there's no reason why we get anxiety. Sometimes it's just our hormones. Sometimes it's just we got scared one day and it just activated and the damn amygdala is just so sensitive that it thought it needs to be on high alert. So needing to know where anxiety is coming from, if you sit with your anxiety and you ask it and you do all the things that I've talked about, about asking it, you learn a lot from your anxiety. You will learn a lot from your anxiety. And most of, of the time, there are underlying reasons. There's things that we can learn from our anxiety, but sometimes there isn't. And that is okay. If you've already done all the exploring, you have a therapist and you've explored where this is coming from, you've sat with your anxiety, you've tried to learn from it, and nothing comes from it, then it's probably just the way your mind works or the amygdala was sensitive and now it's just not wanting to lower the sensitivity. Don't be so cautious or obsessed with needing to know where the anxiety is coming from because that can keep us from healing. And the next one, going back to our old ways. Going back to our old ways can affect our healing and our recovery. Sometimes there's people that will get better and, you know, they created this little routine that they do, whether it's breath work or meditation, and then they feel better. And then they forget everything and they go back to their old ways. Like let's say someone realizes that they never take care of themselves and they're doing so much. They're operating five businesses and they stop meditating. They don't have time to eat. They're eating once in a while whenever they have time. Their blood sugar's all crazy because they're not eating and they go back to that life. They go back to that. They go back to being hard on themselves. They go back to not um, fearing the anxiety. Just going back to your old ways. If you've learned from your anxiety and you've learned, you know what? I learned that I never take care of myself. I never do this. I never do that. I don't eat well. I My vitamin D was low. And you fix all that. But then you go back to your old ways and then you start feeling anxious 
that can keep us from that keeps us from recovering and staying on that road of recovery. So going back to your old ways. And last but not least is you don't listen to me. Just kidding. That's just, um, I wanted it to be 10 wonderful things, but it's only nine and that's okay. But these things are really important for us to think about, be aware of. There's so many different things that anxiety affects in our life. And we know this, I've talked about the different layers and it's hard. It can be hard, but we have the ability to get better and to stay on that road of recovery. You know my story. If you've listened, if this is your first time, first of all, welcome. I'm, I'm excited when new people find my podcast. I hope this helps you. But you know that I have been in recovery for many, many years. I had my first panic attack my freshman year in college. I was fine, never anxious for three years. And then my senior year, it came back full force. And every single day I had panic. And that's when I had all the other symptoms, the thinking I'm crazy, the intrusive thoughts, all the different things that come with severe anxiety and panic. Um, And then I learned on my own. I learned, I went to therapy. I learned so many things about anxiety on my own. Back in the 90s, we didn't really hear about anxiety. And so now I have been feeling a little anxious. So what do I do? I go back to all the things that I know that help me. And exposure therapy is one thing that I continue to do every single time that I feel any type of fear or anxiety. And that's what I'm doing now more of because I am going through perimenopause. You all have heard me say this and that can cause um, some anxiety. So knowing what you need for your life, you know yourself best. But These are just some of the things that might keep us from healing and staying on that road of recovery. So I hope this helped. Always remember that you can message me on Instagram. You can email me if you have any questions. And I never say this, but I think I want to grow this podcast because this podcast was created for me to help more people. I had been fully booked for many, many years. This was a way to just help more people. If I could clone myself five times, I would. And this is also for people that maybe can't afford therapy. This is not therapy, just a disclaimer. This is not therapy. This is education. But the more you learn, you can learn from podcasts, from books. The more you learn, the more you can help yourself. So I want to grow this podcast. um, And the only way we can do that is if you write a review or even just rate this review. If you love this podcast, I would truly appreciate you just um, rating this review. I mean, this review, this podcast (laughs) or writing a review on um, Apple or Spotify. I think those are the only two that are currently accepting reviews. So thank you so much for listening. Um, Again, if you have any questions, feel free to 
follow me on Instagram and DM me. I'm at the anxiety doctor. And I look forward to hearing from you all and seeing you all soon. I will um, also, one last thing, I did create a new um, Instagram account. It's moving.through.anxiety. It, for those of you that want to just um, watch my journey with exposure therapy, and that is for educational purposes only. It's my personal journey. just wanted to create something separate uh, separate from my, my Instagram page. So that is all for today. I love each and every one of you all. Always remember to be good to yourself and others, and I will see you soon. Thanks for listening. Find us on Instagram at The Anxiety Doctor and online at www.drlisacortez.com. Check back weekly for new episodes. Until next time.